Marketing and motivation, the two M's. Every entrepreneur wants to know more about it. So brought down a buddy of mine up from good old Silicon Valley. And uh, we're gonna talk with Murray Newlands. He does all kinds of stuff. He's a contributor to Forbes and Entrepreneur Magazine. And uh, knows a thing or two. He's already taught me when we're down here shooting a little basketball or watching shoot a little basketball. So thanks for being on. Thank you very much. Yeah. Sounds like, you know, marketing is like one of the things that you were good at. So yes. it's like you've got the motivation, like the two M's is really what we're talking about today. Motivated yourself away and were able to sustain it even when people are telling you you're crazy to quit yes. being a stable lawyer. But you found a way through experiments and, and controlling them. I say most people are the bitch of their mind. If their mind has any fear, they're completely controlled. But you kind of overcame that. Then you said you isolated something you can't be good at everything. Confucius, the man who chases two rabbits, catches none. Yep. So what have you learned about marketing? I mean, because you were marketing there on day one, sales and marketing, to do your experiment before you quit. Now that you're a more advanced entrepreneur, much more experienced, what are some of those things in marketing that you've been able to stay on the cutting edge uh, of? So it's, it's really interesting. I've read lots of books about marketing. I've written several books about marketing. Mm -hmm. um, one of the key things I keep coming back to are people forget, people get wrapped up in their business yes. and selling their, their business yeah. rather than just, honestly, the biggest thing is just keep focusing on what's your customer's problem yeah. and how are you solving that? Yes. And then communicating how you're solving that problem, your yes. customer's problem, that needs to be the key of focus, whether it's making your YouTube series about the problem and the how to solve. Yeah whether it's using uh, Facebook ads or Twitter, whatever it is, doing that really well yeah. um, is really the key to, to successful marketing and conveying it in a way that they want to understand it. Yeah. So if you can work out the persona, so the persona is, who is my, who is my person? Yeah. Even make a board with, here's what their face looks like, here's the clothes so that they look like. like the old vision board idea. Absolutely. Like, this is my... Yeah, and, and what do you, you know what I always start with is good one if you're not sure how to do this start with age age and gender so like you said on your board get a face if your target and you can tell a lot using Google Analytics or if you're doing a web-based business so for me I know it's a relatively young male right for me so my vision board has my customers that I'm marketing to are 24 to 34 year old men not, there are women, and you know, entrepreneurs don't like this because they go, but what about the women? What They'll still come. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so you, what did you find at first for that design business? Like, what did the customer that you were marketing to look like? It sounds like a B2B business. So, it's, it's Yeah, business a lot service. of it. So, I was in Cambridge at the time. I grew up in Cambridge, England. And so, a lot of them were technology companies, and they had technology clients, and they were trying to communicate quite a uh, complicated message. So, a lot of that was... In those days, a lot of brochures. Mm -hmm. um, that were brochures really... for us Americans, in case you're <laughs> brochures. Brochures. I like that. I, I got to get my. We're open an office in the yeah. UK, so I'm have to be and, able to speak both languages. And then just trying to work with them to really understand what their customers' problems were, they say, yeah. and communicate that really well. Yeah. Um, they were the hardest challenges. Really? Oh, the absolutely. Because with particularly with technology companies and. There's a saying that just because you can split the atom doesn't mean that you can sell a product. Yeah. 
it, it, it's completely different. So these are they're like really smart people yes. that weren't good at marketing. Absolutely. And yeah. so trying to coach them forward. And it's the same with like in Silicon Valley, there are lots of developers who make amazing projects. Yes. But you can make an amazing project and if no one knows about it and no one cares about it, then it, it's hard for it to be amazing. Also, the thing is, a lot of developers will spend time, like, they'll go away and they'll make something in their, on their own or with a small team. But if they're not focused on the market, then it's very difficult to make sure it's absolutely right. Yeah. And also, a lot of people spend far too long on product development. Yeah. Whereas, go, go following on the lean, lean startup method, you really need to say, okay, I'll test it, even if it doesn't quite work. Do yeah. people want it? What do they need? Yeah. Very few things that you actually develop are yes, quite what you yeah. want at the end. One of my friends who's one of the most successful guys in Silicon Valley he's built business worth about a billion dollars maybe. He, he says, you know, and it's the old value proposition. Is it weak or is it strong? Like a lot of people's businesses, like I was talking about Instagram. At first, Instagram, Kevin Systrom's idea wasn't Instagram, it was another address book. But did people really want another address book? The answer was no. What they wanted was what he built, a place to post selfies, which was Instagram. And then he made a bill. So it's like changing the value prop helps you be a better marketer. Because if you get the value proposition down and it's a strong value, like the value proposition for this, what we're doing here is my company called Knowledge Society. And the value proposition is sharing everything you wish they would have taught you in school. Yes. Because exactly. that was a value prop to me. It's like I grew up like, you come out of high school, you're like, great. I know what the California state bird is. Uh, I know what an isosceles triangle is, but I don't know what return on investment is. And I don't, and so that's all, it makes it easier to market. And that's what, kind of what you're saying you found. Absolutely. And then see, it's, it's, it's then saying, okay, well, I know what my problem is. I know I can work out where they are and who they are. Yeah. Now, what resonates with them? Yes. What do they love? Yes. And how do I combine what they love with my product so that they are going to absorb it? Mm -hmm. Just like with your video series, you make it, some of it's sitting at desks, mm -hmm. but some of it's out on the basketball court yeah. because that's much more relatable. Yes. People understand it. Especially and, to my target or an audience. Exactly. Yeah. So understand your target audience and understand the type of content that they love to consume and then do that really well. Yeah. Make sure that they love what you're uh, providing to them yeah. and just make it, try and make it better than anyone else. Yeah. Like why should they come to you as opposed to go to someone else? Well, they should come to you because they make it, you make it really well. Yeah. But beyond that, these days with a business, I think we've gone past that you could just have a product and you throw it out there. People want to identify with the business. Yeah, or the People, owner and put, putting yourself out. Like Steve Jobs had his face out there. Zuckerberg, like you know. Mark Cuban. You, Mark Cuban, He was on yeah. your show recently. Yeah. Like, People know him, believe with him, believe in him, and become fans of his and his businesses. Yes. And why is that? Well, we for years we were just sold the message of the company. Now we want to trust and believe in the company, mm -hmm. and it's much easier to trust and believe in a person. Yes. As part of the company. Than a nameless, faceless. Exactly. That's like even Ray A. Kroc that started McDonald's. There wasn't YouTube, so he couldn't be on camera. Right. But he made Ronald McDonald, which was the clown that kids and grimace and all these things. So he was very smart. Right. Now, in the modern world, I'm, I'm sure he would have done it more YouTube or yes. reality TV show. But the same principle, like you just said, people don't trust a name McDonald's, but little kids will trust 
the, what are the ones called? Asking the video team here. What are the little, the fry guys or whatever? You remember the Grimace and all the, yeah, the Hamburglar and all that. Yeah. yeah. If you then look at where we're going, and for example, the, the power of celebrity these days to sell products. Mm -hmm. They sell a lot of products because People believe in them. Yes. They believe in them. They become fans of them. They follow it. It's just like Alba built her billion dollar company. Exactly. Yeah. And so also that's why brands are hiring individuals to promote their products because if they're a fan of someone who actually believes in the product and they share that, yeah. then they trust and believe in them. Yeah. And increasingly that's a very well trodden path for doing that. Mm -hmm. Now, it's sometimes hard for an entrepreneur to, to then say, okay, well, I'm going to have these other faces there. But if they're much better at conveying the message mm -hmm. um, and motivating people to buy your product, because a lot of the time, now there are many different competing products for exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. You need to say, okay, how am I going to motivate people to say, you are the solution for my product? Yeah. Well, if you provide great content that is motivating and engaging to them, then that will really work to sell your product. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do it is to show this is a great way of doing it. And yes, this will change your life in the right way yeah. to fix your problem. And maybe drop in a celebrity or a celebrity to your audience every once in a while as kind of an endorsement in building trust. Absolutely. But also those people um, are great at creating content that people love. Right, so, so let them can, create their own thing. For let you. them create yeah. the, their own thing that they're really good at yeah. to sell your product. Now, they don't create products necessarily themselves, yes. but they're great at communicating products. They can create so. the buzz around your product. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, celebrity, I mean, you know, if you look at just in the last couple of years, you've got headsets, which, you know, headphones... Apple had their little earbud ones, and then this company comes out with Beats... And but they attach Dr. Dre. Absolutely. You know, the you can, Dr. Dre is like what we call an OG, like he's an original gangster in the music world. And so all of a sudden, the company goes to worth three billion dollars once it attached itself. The Kardashians, of course, make hundreds of millions of dollars because people go, If a Kardashian's sitting there, I will tell you, once in a while, it doesn't work. I had a friend who hired, I forget who it was, the Kardashian something, and it didn't give it, gave them a boost, but not quite as much. So you got to. The celebrity endorsements, you a little bit want to make sure it's the... Because I don't think what the product they had matched with the Kardashians. So it's not an absolute guaranteed, but if you do it right, it almost always works. So a friend of mine works for a multi-billion dollar brand, and he was saying they did research and it was really interesting what they pulled out. There was a school they went to with a thousand people, mm -hmm. and one of the kids who was 12 had a blog about fashion. It's a 12-year-old kid, super young doing it. And whatever he said was cool, yes, was cool. Yes. Now he's not a massive celebrity. Yes. And if you're a small entrepreneur, you can still find those people that are super influential yes. to your market. But the audience that if you wanted, if you were a local fashion shop, right, you just need that quick kid, twelve year old kid, exactly. Yeah. Who they would make it cool. They would solve the problem, and the problem in that case is, as a kid, what clothes do I buy that makes me cool? Yes. So it's not necessarily a problem of, of changing your life. It maybe it's uh, app, lots of apps like Flappy Bird solves a problem of I need entertainment. Yes. So you need to think really on a much higher level. What am I trying to do? What problem am I trying to solve? And then how do I do that really well? And and how do I convey that? And who can help me convey it to yeah. make it successful? Yeah. You see, I was just spoke at Loyola Marymount to their entrepreneur class, seniors and juniors, and uh, 
you know, at that university, they were telling me that's how Uber's grown. Uber was hiring independent contractor kids who are the influencers at UCLA, USC, and they were paying them five bucks for every other kid that they got to sign up for Uber for a new account. And they said, it's huge. They said, everybody's doing that. And what one of the guys had a business that was there who hires, he says he has like 7,000 college kids, not full time. They're like little independent. Yep. And he said, the interesting thing is that you only need like one kid per campus who's really cool. Right. And that one kid's better than a hundred other. So it's that oh, yeah. we, we've kind of gone from the world of celebrity, which was traditionally like who's on the screen, Denzel Washington, Brad Pitt, to the world of influencers. A lot of people go, why was Paris Hilton popular? Why was uh, Kim Kardashian? Well, they ushered in the new age of marketing, which is it's not necessarily celebrities who did something. It's just arbitrary people go, they're cool. <laughs> and so if you can find the, as entrepreneurs, if you're selling a business product, they're the entrepreneurs who are cool. This was awesome. Well, people watching, what's the best place to follow you, learn more about marketing, more about how you help entrepreneurs? So, MarionNewlands.com, my my personal website. Marion Newlands, we'll put that in the description. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Yeah. I, I tweet a lot of um, links to articles I write. So I contribute yes. to Forbes and Entrepreneur. Yes. And on Instagram, um, just Murray Newlands as well. Murray Newlands. Yes. Awesome, Murray. Thank you. Hey. Thanks for coming Thank down. You very much. Flew down here from Sacramento, and it's awesome. So wasn't quite as cold as Sacramento, but colder than... Well, you were not Sacramento. You were up in... Palo Alto. Palo Alto. All the Altos, Mentos, San Francisco's kind of blur together, but uh, for us, Southern California. Awesome. Thanks for being here. Hope Thank to have you. you on more often. Hope to come down. Yeah. Thank you.